particularly for platforms like social media, like Instagram, where you do all this work, you follow all of the steps you think you're supposed to follow, and then it's kind of up to the algorithm gods whether or not it gets out there to the masses. So that's one reason why it frustrates me so much. Welcome to Podcast PhD. My name is Mark Ronick, and I'm here with my co-host, Larry Roberts. Good morning, Larry. I guess good morning for us anyway, right? Yeah, good morning for us. Here we are. What I don't even know what day it is, man. As a full-time podcaster, I think days just tend to flow together. Yeah, especially when we're working with so many different podcasters and too many dates and launch dates and publish dates. and all. Yeah, I lose track very quickly. And, you know, speaking of launch dates, so we are, as we like to teach other podcasters, we are doing some batch recordings as we kick off our first season of Podcast PhD. And one of the conversations that I brought up to you actually last night that we haven't really had yet together, I want to do it here. I want to talk about... Construction. I want to talk about... (laughs) This idea of possibly making this podcast, for this discussion's sake, only available on one platform. The rule of thumb has always been, for the years that we've been doing this, the rule of thumb has been get your podcast on as many platforms as possible for discoverability. We feel like if you're on all the different platforms, then you can cater to all the different devices and apps that people are using to consume your podcast. At the same time, Larry, there's also this messaging around not giving our audiences too many choices because when we give them too much to choose from, then they tend to not take action on any of those, right? So first, I'm curious just so far when I'm talking about what your thoughts are, and then I want to dig into you. Before we get into all the different tools, whether they're apps or microphones, we're going to share some of our thoughts around what you need, what you may not need. But first, I want to dig in with you and I want us to see if we can make a decision right now as to what do we want to do? Our audience already knows because here we are, but we haven't decided yet. So what are your thoughts first around some of the stuff that I'm talking about? And then let's talk about whether or not we go exclusively on one platform. Well, I think you nailed it with the D word and that's discoverability. That escapes so many new podcasters, but because we don't take that into consideration. We don't take into consideration the fact that the only way we're going to get listeners and subscribers is for people to discover our show. And there's so many different ways to go through that. There's really only three things that will make our show more or less discoverable. It's either luck, which most of us don't have. It's time, which most of us hopefully have a lot of. Or it's money. Because you can invest in the show, you can invest in advertising, you can get it out there in front of eyes and ears. So one of those three things has to come into play. And with the thought of jumping on multiple platforms and hoping that someone finds us there, we tend to try to be everything to everybody. And if we look back at our show descriptions, because we always talk about when we're writing a description for the show, that we want to identify our unique listing proposition. We want to identify our audience. So we want to be in a niche. We want to be one thing to one particular type of individual. So when it comes to discoverability and it comes to having our podcast in one place or another, could it possibly be said that we're spreading ourselves too thin and we're going through too many exercises trying to talk to too many people, and we once again end up talking to none. 
So that's kind of where I'm coming from, and especially with the evolution of podcasting. Podcasting in the traditional sense is audio-only, driven by an RSS feed. But with advanced technology, with smaller phones and more portable devices and higher-speed internet, wireless, that sort of thing, we've got this functionality available to us now that provides the content in whatever format we prefer to consume it, really at any given time of the day. Mm. So where can we put our show or how can we put our show out there on a platform that has the most tools and the most opportunity to up our discoverability without us trying to post, as Gary B likes to say, 40 pieces of content a day every day. And it's like trying to post 40 episodes of your podcast every week, every time you release. So that's kind of where I'm coming from there with it, especially now. I'm really starting to lean closer towards finding one platform and being exclusive on that platform. Yeah, I, there's something appealing about that to me. And I think some of it has to do with just taking that leap and testing it and seeing if it's to our advantage or not, because that's also an area that I don't think a lot of podcasters do enough of is testing and experimenting. Again, it's back to what we were talking about in a previous episode around perfection. They just want to make sure they're doing it quote unquote right. Yeah. And it could actually end up hurting them in the long run. So I gravitate to doing it simply as an experiment and for some of these reasons that you've described and I had shared with you. The question then leads to where we're doing video and audio, at least that's what we decided when we went into this. That said, YouTube could be the one place that we decide to go, right? Especially where YouTube is now officially getting in the game of podcasting, youtube.com slash podcast. For anybody, at least as of now in the United States, that will actually take you to a working page on YouTube. So I guess the first question I would have for you, Larry, is do we do this exclusively on YouTube or do we say maybe YouTube and pick one of the big audio platforms like Apple or Spotify. Yeah, I think as far as an audio perspective, you need to be somewhere on audio. But I'm also of the mindset that right now, especially as we're recording this podcast, videos where we're at, YouTube is coming to the forefront of the game. As you mentioned, they now have their podcast landing page. YouTube is so much more robust when it comes to discoverability than our traditional RSS feed-driven podcast players. You don't have as much opportunity on Apple Podcasts to leverage SEO. You don't have as much opportunity to leverage SEO on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And as we trickle down to some of the smaller apps and the smaller players, our opportunities become less and less. But it's been proven on YouTube, at least, that if you follow this step, you're going to get this result. And many times on the audio-only platforms, you can follow this step and still not get the results that you're after. I mean, uh, having an IT background, I kind of go with the proven methodologies approach myself. That's what I like. I like to know that if I follow through on specific operating procedures and follow standards, that there's going to be certain results that I can expect from that. Yeah, well, and that's a whole other conversation because I have that same feeling, particularly for platforms like social media, like Instagram where you do all this work, you follow all of the steps you think you're supposed to follow, and then it's kind of up to the algorithm gods whether or not it gets out there to the masses. <laughs> so that's one reason why it frustrates me so much. So you're going with 
the idea of perhaps if I'm understanding you correctly with we would maybe consider just YouTube and then just an audio platform and that's it. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be on maybe Apple and Spotify. I mean, they're your biggest players. You're going to get 98% of all your traffic is going to come from one of the two. Granted, there are some podcast apps out there that you're going to get some traction on as well. I don't want to start dropping any names because I don't want to leave anybody off a list or offend anybody or promote someone that's not sponsoring the show, Handy Hand Wink Week. But we can talk about that later. But it's not going to hurt to be on Apple and Spotify. I'm just saying that I wouldn't pour a ton of my personal resources into promoting those mm. platforms necessarily. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, so I'm feeling like we're going to go down that road. We are going to try to make this exclusive-ish. And the way we'll do that is, yeah, we will make it available on the other platforms, but we're really going to only focus on it for our audience. We're going to send them either to Apple or Spotify. This way, we've got iPhone users and Android users all having that ability to get that audio content. And then we'll focus on really the one and only place to put your video content right now, YouTube. And, and yes, there are other places, but YouTube really is the place that I think we should be of all the options. So yeah, I'm with you. But then that leads us back down to that path you mentioned earlier too. Do we now take this video content because video social media platforms, that's where it's at. So do we now take our content and promote on TikTok? Do we promote our content on Instagram? Do we promote our content on Snapchat? Where do we go? Do we do shorts? I think shorts are by default. That's probably going to be one of our options there for this particular show since it's going to live on YouTube. But going back to any of the social media marketers that you listen to or any of the big names that are out there, they're all talking about content across the board. But if you go to a podcast conference or you go to a podcast meetup in one of the cities, local cities here, you hear people complain all the time. They just don't have time to do it. So are they sacrificing their opportunities to grow an audience because they just don't have the time to be everywhere? This is actually a great question, Larry, and it's making my mind go in tons of different directions. I think that when it comes to our actual podcast, I'm liking the idea of that exclusive approach. And I think when it comes to promoting it, I think that's where we, for lack of a better term, spread our wings. We want to be out on a bunch of different platforms. We want to understand and focus on the ones maybe that our audiences are using the most and maybe put more of an emphasis on those. But ultimately, I think it's important for podcasters, since it's a digital medium, it's an internet medium, I think that we want to be on the different social platforms, the popular ones, to distribute small pieces of content to direct people to the big show, which is right here where we are. And again, though, it comes down to the discoverability and the time. As, as independent podcasters, and we kind of alluded to this in our first episode, the vast majority of the listeners of this show are going to be independent podcasters. Mm -hmm. And it can be so frustrating. I mean, what are the best percentages of people that start podcasts and pod fade? It's massive. Yeah. I think out of the 2.4 million podcasts that are out there now, and I'm just kind of picking that number, it's going to vary depending on what platform you go to get your stats, but roughly 2.4 or so podcasts. I was talking to somebody yesterday and only about 59,000 of those are active. Mm -hmm. 59,000 out of 2.4 million. Yeah. So what's one of the main reasons that people fade from the podcast? Because they're trying to be everywhere and everything to everybody and they end up not getting any traction whatsoever right out of the gate. Yeah, because they're frustrated. And they give up. They don't feel like anybody is listening yeah. because, well, they're probably right because, again, they're being too many things and in too many places at once. 
it just gets lost. So yeah, focus your efforts when you can on the main places. My intention for us, Larry, is to pick one or two social media platforms to promote and then take that same content that we're using and distribute it to those other platforms. I just may not put as much time and effort into those other places until they prove me wrong, right? Until they say, yeah, my audience is here too, and they do want more content from there, sure. then I'll nurture it a lot more at that point. Well, and there's tons of tools that can help with that process as well, especially if you just want to have a footprint on a particular platform and not necessarily put a ton of energy. You can always leverage scheduling tools and scheduling platforms to push your content out there and not have to do too much extra work to get it out in front of that audience. Absolutely. Okay, so this conversation ended up going a direction at least a little bit deeper than we had anticipated. Yeah, I think that's fine. A lot of times you'll have a plan for an episode as well, and you'll have a conversation that kind of takes it in a different direction. But at the same time, I think there was value in what we had to say today. So hopefully it got our audience to thinking a bit. What we're going to do in the next episode is bring you that tools discussion. So we will talk about some of the entry-level tools to some of the more intermediate tools, and then we'll wrap it up with a look at some of the more advanced pro-type tools that you have at your disposal as well. So, Mark, thank you for joining me, and thank you for letting me join you for this episode of Podcast PhD. And for everybody out there listening, if you would, do us a favor, reach down there, hit that subscribe button or the follow button or the plus symbol, whatever it may be on the platform that you're listening on. That kind of leads back to our discussion. Only a couple of platforms to choose from there. That's right. So go ahead and do us a favor. Hit that subscribe button. We'd love to bring you this content each and every week. So until then, thank you so very much for joining us. I'm Larry Roberts, and my co-host is Mark Ronick. Thank you. We'll see you next week.